Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. We have a very special guest, Fit Vegan superstar from our tribe, Sina Morin. Mor uh, Sina, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. <laughs> what? You are a superstar in the tribe. You're crushing it. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, you have been crushing it in the program, and I'm excited to have you on the podcast so that you get to Kind of share a little bit as to how the journey's been for you, so get to share a little bit more of insights. And um, I know you've you've been crushing it. You've had obstacles that have come up throughout the way, and you've conquered every single one of them. And uh, yeah, so just really excited that I get to, to chat with you today. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so so far you've had a great shift in body composition since you started working with us, right? Like a, a big shift in body composition. Um, you know, the place I always like to start every time I have members on is, um, do you mind sharing a little bit more? So your background and what you do, because again, a lot of people have the belief that our members have nothing else going on, right. That are just <laughs> training and eating healthy all day. And that's all they have to do, but you have a really busy life. You have a lot going on. So do you mind kind of sharing a little bit as to your background? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, I own a co-working space with my husband and his brother, so uh, I, I run the co-working space for the last two years. Um, my husband and his brother also have an IT company and I need to help out there sometimes because now it's a busy season for them because they work with a lot of schools. Mm -hmm. And then my main work before, before COVID is actually setting up auto shows around the world. And so I used to travel a lot of time, uh, a lot, a lot. So um yeah, no, I have a very busy lifestyle, I would say. If you own companies, you don't always have the choice to just come in at the office at nine and leave at five. It is, hey, whenever we need you, you need to be here. So that's what I'm doing. So no nine to five for me. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I can relate. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how, how long have you been plant-based? Um, for two and a half years oh more than two and a half years almost three years now i would say yeah okay uh, yeah awesome and were you would you say that you're eating like whole food plant-based from the start or were you kind of like a bit more on the junk food side or a bit more easy using some of those like transitional tools like the fake meat and everything and no it was right away uh the plant-based because we started out as a my husband and i did it together and we started it out as an experiment mm -hmm. And so um, we wanted to see if um, we are um, faster recovering from working out and all of that stuff because my husband was training for a um, stair climbing competition and he was second the year before and he wanted to see if he could get first <laughs> being plant-based and um, having shorter recovery times. So we started it out as a three-month um journey and so we took it very seriously from the beginning on to see if we can actually have the changes that you're supposed to have on a plant-based diet yeah and so just to make sure i heard probably a stair climbing competition 
Yes. What is that? So he did he did a vertical mile. What means you climb up and down stairs for a mile. So okay. he used to do it. He did it at the tallest building, not the tallest building, but the available building in Detroit. And it's like a common uh, competition around the world, stair climbing. Some people yeah. love to do stair climbing. I've and, never heard of that. That's so interesting. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think he could beat all of us in stair climbing. <laughs> <laughs> It actually takes three and a half hours if you're a fast person to run a mile of stairs, like vertical. Yeah, that's crazy. Three and a half yes. hours. That's like, yes, it's like a full marathon for some people. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, but that is how long it takes. And he's very fast at it, so he's yeah. really a really good one. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it's. I mean, I train with him. I'm. I just do like whatever climb we have here in Detroit when it's. We did a power hour in June yeah. for a fundraising for American Lung Association. And so we were running for one hour up and down the stairs. That's crazy. That's like <laughs> most most people are like, I'm just going to grab the elevator. And then there's yeah. people that are like, I'm just going to make a competition out of this and, and win this thing. Yes. When I met him, it was always about, no, I take the stair. I take the elevator or what are the things called the... The stairs who move on their own. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm French. Yeah. Is this guy at Yeah. Yeah, you know it's, what I English mean. English is not is both of our second language. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he was always the person where we went on vacation or he visited me on site at auto shows. He was always the person. No, let's take the stairs. And I said, No, I have been working for 15 hours. I don't want to walk anymore. Yeah. And he's like, No, let's take the stairs. So I learned the hard way just to take stairs all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, so obviously you're still vegan. Is he still vegan also? Yes. Okay. I mean, I would say 90%. He does eat eggs occasionally, but no, it's, I would say it's both of our journey. He feels better. I feel better. So that's what we stick with. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, yeah. um, if you don't mind me asking, like what, yeah. what made you reach out and want to start, um, to work with us? Because it seems like you were, I guess were pretty like on a good track already. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were fully uh, plant-based. We were working out. I was working out the whole time. It was just, um, I was curious about what my body can do with the right training. Mm -hmm. Because I did have a doctor tell me once that the hip fat, oh God, there's that American word for it. Like the fat above your hips, your hip fat. I can't remember the word. Nicole tells me all the time what it's called. See? Yeah. Sorry, Nicole, I forgot about it. Um, um, I had a doctor tell me once that it's not able for me to remove it. It's in my genes. This is who I am and it's fine. And with changing from a normal diet to the plant-based diet, I lost 20 pounds and I was never like overweight. I always looked normal, yeah. but there was a lot of with changing to the plant-based diet and then Still working out, I saw my body changing a lot. And so, and then over the last year, I just started to be curious about what my body can do if I do it with the right training. Because I was running, I did a lot of hit workout. I'm more the endurance person for my mindset. I love to escape the world with that. So yeah. I did I I did half marathons before I joined the Finn vegan group. So it is not for me that I was like an unhealthy person. 
I was yeah. just very curious about what my body can do if I have a training that is specifically made for me and not just a YouTube training that people put out there. Yeah. And have you found what your body can do? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I, I did find it. And I actually bought a pair of pants on Sunday that I would have fit in probably the years before too, but I was always, I never took that size because I always decided there's too much hip fat who sticks over it and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And on Sunday, I bought the pants because it's not over it. So yeah. there's nothing that is pressing on the side. So yeah, no, I definitely have found what I was looking for. It's uh, quite amazing to see what your body can do with the right food and the right exercise. No question. Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations because thank you. that's a huge step. It, it's so funny how clothing can be such a big commitment, but when it's the clothing that you've been wanting for so long, it's such a huge milestone to be able to either buy it or fit back into it. Yeah, I, I was, I didn't even thought about buying it. I was, I had my normal size on and it was just, mm, okay, let's try the other one. And then Usually when I tried the other one, it was always like, oh, you are the in-between person. This not, does not look good. You take the bigger one. And then on Sunday, I was like, oh, I can take this. <laughs> so yeah, no, it is, um, it is very interesting how conscious we are about clothing sizes and our body, how it looks in different clothing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. And it's just a start, right? It's just a start yeah. of you, like getting to that point and being able to sustain it after. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious as to, cause you know, a lot of people come into the program cause they want to lose like 40 pounds or like 60 pounds for you is more to test what your body could do and obviously get a shift in body composition, but I'm curious as to what made you, first of all, choose us, but also go online. I don't know if you ever worked with a coach online before. Uh, I never worked with a coach online before I did one uh, test week with another coach that I um, was following online and decided I did not like the exercises and how everything was presented mm -hmm. and um, I mean I choose you because I was following you probably for a year mm -hmm. before I joined I mean you were still in Vancouver when I started to follow you and everything and yeah. so um, then I just liked how the how you did your content and what you what you showed that it's not always about losing a ton of weight that you can actually achieve things without. I mean, I think I lost three kilos. What is that? Six pounds or something? Mm -hmm. If even. I mean, I'm kind of like going up and down all the time a little but my body completely changed. And I like that because I think personally, I think we need to get away from, oh, I'm joining something because I want to lose 40 pounds. No, yeah. you should join something because you want to change something, but it should not be um, always committed to a number. And if you don't reach that number, you failed. No, you should just be a good. And so I, I just like the context that you showed us, like that you showed people. Yeah. And so, and then I would say you had a good salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I deeply believe in what we do. So I appreciate that. That's the whole reason I, I started because I deeply believe in yeah. what we're doing. And you know, like you're reaping the, the benefits from it. And yeah. you know, like, I like what you said, because 
people always talk about never lost on the scale, but like you put on muscle throughout this time. Like that's yeah. why you're able, that's why your body looks so different now versus when it started. And I yeah. think like at your lowest point, you had lost six pounds and now you're like four pounds ish, but because you've packed on muscle, there's such a huge difference yeah. in your body. Yeah. And when I was at the lowest, I was also sick where Nicole just pressured me to eat my food. Yeah, and I said, yes, I'm doing food. it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm trying. And she's like, don't lose more weight. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, for me. And I think that's a very good thing for me in the program that it just um, confirmed that, yes, there is something that people want you, what they think is healthy. So if I look at my fit scale, it still tells me I'm, I'm four kilos or five kilos away from my main goal. And I'm like, where did you get this goal from? I look good. <laughs> I don't need to lose that weight, you know? Yeah. And so I... Um, I like how it changes your mindset when you are with a program like that, that you can achieve a lot without just celebrating. I lost 10 pounds or whatever, you know? Yeah. Ultimately it's not, it's a, it's a measure to track how you're progressing, but it's definitely not the defining measure of success. Right. Cause like you mentioned, like yeah. if you have a number in your head and you get there and you don't have any energy and you don't feel good, then what's the point of being at that number? You're going to be miserable yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. You, you talked about like a coach and call telling you to like eat all the food. Um, how was that for you when you first started and getting your first meal plan? How was, how was the volume of food? I think I put it in the group probably after three days. No, the second day I put in a group or no, the second day I asked Nicole if I'm supposed to eat a dry cup of oats if it's a dry cup of oats or if it's a full cup of oats that I need to measure because I was just totally overwhelmed with all the food that I needed to eat. And I, you can ask all my friends and family, I'm a very good eater. There was never a problem with me not putting enough food in my system. Yeah. But even that, like the first week was overwhelming for me from the food standpoint. And now I'm yeah. totally used to it. So it is a bad, yeah. The first week was crazy. It's like, is this yeah. the right measurement? <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to eat all this? Or is this supposed to be for two meals? <laughs> yes. And it's, I think the biggest point is if you just, I mean, I cook and so I cook for my husband too. And yeah. then you cook and it just doesn't, doesn't fit on the sheet. It doesn't fit in the pan. And yeah. you see like the big amounts of food that are coming up and you're like, oh yeah, cool. This is three meals. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> It, you know, it, it always makes me laugh and it makes me happy at the same time. Every time I hear that comment, because like, that's what happens when you feel yourself properly, you get yeah. to eat like a ton of food and that's at, at, at the beginning of your fat loss. Right. And it's such a, yeah. it's a normal reaction that people have, but it's such a funny one because it's like, Hey, here's how to like properly feel yourself. And you're like, Oh my God, I am like stuffed. I can't eat all the food. And this is supposed yeah. to help me lose weight. I, I kind of call bullshit. I'm not too sure. But then you do it for <laughs> yes. like a week or two and then you lose weight. And you're like, oh my God, how does this work? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's probably, as you said, it's probably, probably fueling your body, you know? Yeah, that's what happens. Um, so I, I'm curious, what, what helped you get some, some quick wins when you first got started in the program? What were some of the things that made a big difference? Mm, I think... For me, a big difference made um, right from the beginning um, 
the strength workout because mm -hmm. I mean I did my hit workouts and I love to do that stuff but um having that strength training and seeing how fast your body is changing with that was quite impressive but I mean I told you before and I think I told Nicole a hundred thousand times already for me the biggest win in this <laughs> uh, in this group is that I'm going to have my smoothie in the afternoon and understand I don't need to eat I don't need to walk around and try to find something, something small to eat because it's not dinner time yet. But for me, my smoothie brings me through my day every day. And I just love it. Like my whole mindset from lunch to dinner changed that way completely. Because as soon as I start being like hungry again at the end, like mm. at three or four, I get my smoothie and I'm like, yeah, I'm a happy baby. I'm good. And yeah. so, I mean, for me, it's like the small stuff, not the big stuff, because as you said, I didn't come to this group with losing a lot of weight. For me, it was body composition. Yeah. And that takes some more time than just if you are like way overweight and you lose like 10 pounds in two weeks. Yes, but that was not my goal. Yeah. So for me, it was more about learning about the nutrition in the beginning, because I was unsure about if I if I was feeding myself the right way. And yeah. so um, that was like really big wins for me to understand in the beginning to understand how the nutrition for my body works. Yeah. What well, was that something? Cause I know you, you attended a lot of group calls. Were the group calls helpful in helping you educate yourself as to the whole process of the transformation, including training nutrition? Yes, because it's like the group calls, you can ask questions and, um, you never get a dumb answer. Mm. You always get the right answer that you need to hear. And if you like the answer or not, that's on you. But um, no, I just, for example, I just listened to the group call from last week with Sarah, um, where she just explained reading labels. Mm -hmm. And I remember that life-changing moment for me, not with this group, but a few years back when I started reading labels and understood the first ingredient on the label is the most important one. And this is what is in there most and not like, oh, everything is in there. Like that's written on it. No, yeah, there's maybe 1% in there. And if it's like all the first ingredient, you know, it's not a good, it's not a yeah. good thing. So I loved, I, I loved with the group calls to get reminded, even if you know stuff, but to yeah. get, get reminded what you need to look for because it might have like, you lost sight of it for a little while or something. So the yeah. group calls are very, very helpful. And it's also good to exchange yourself with other people in the group. And that's why I like the group chat. I mean, now I'm more active in there because I can just ask my questions and it's like, hey, is it only me or are other people have that problem too? How, how can we help each other? I mean, that is a, a really, really big thing because you never feel alone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah. everyone that's in the tribe is um, on the same journey. Everyone's trying to get healthier, trying to improve the body composition, you lose a little bit more weight. But what's what's great is like, I would say maybe 60% of people, uh, yeah, maybe like a 55, 45 split, 55% of people went vegan to be in the program or to learn how to do it properly. And so it's a nice mixture of people that want to learn and some people that probably potentially have like five to 10 years of experience of being a vegan, but were never taught how to do it properly. 
And so it's great that everyone can just support each other in there. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I mean, the crew calls are great and the group chat itself is super great too. It's super helpful. It's also like just easy to celebrate other people's wins. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. great to see like, oh yeah, I bike today. I don't remember his name, but it was a few weeks back when he said, I bike today and even my teammates recognize that I'm so much better than I used to be. Yeah. And that's because of the group. And I mean, what what do you want to hear more than that when it's your program? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you um have you noticed any mindset or belief shift in yourself since you started? Because I know like, you know, it's I'm sure at this point you know it's more than a training and nutrition program. So I'm curious, like mindset wise, what has shifted for you since you started? Because it's been like, you're over six months now. I think I was looking yeah. at your profile. Yeah, like seven or eight months in. Um, I would say, of course, my mindset changed. Um, I think it changed more in the way that um, I did my workouts before the program and I will continue my workouts after the program. Mm-hmm. But I might, I quite often go differently into the workout than I used to go in. Like for me, it was like, oh, you need to do this. This is what you do. And now it's like, oh, I'm doing this because maybe next week I can lift two pounds heavier. You know, it's like, a, it's just a different mindset that I have now. And um, the food, I have a better, I have a way, way better um understanding and feeling of food i know like even when i go to a restaurant and i eat out i know understand more like both there's a lot of oil in there but i'm not i'm not telling myself that i can't eat it because of that because i'm still enjoying my life but i you you understand better what you're doing with your body and how it affects you what you eat so i i love that i just way more comfortable I worked very hard the last few years to be very comfortable with myself. And this program has made it even easier. Yeah. Well, it makes me happy to hear that. Um, Have you, um, so do you have any like concerns now when you eat out, when there's family gatherings or there's social events, are you comfortable with, with eating out making sure you're making the right decision and just psychologically having a a better relationship with food? Uh, Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, I'm happily from a family where there there are no discussions about food in our family from that perspective. If we have a family gathering, there is going to be vegan food too without trying to tell me why I can't have vegan food. Yeah. Um, So have this, it has eggs. That's vegan, right? Eggs are vegan. Yeah. (laughs) No, like my grandma likes to say like, I know you don't eat meat, but you eat chicken, right? Yeah. Like, no, grandma's the meat, but okay. <laughs> Grandparents are the best for that. They're like yeah. chicken, eggs, fish, cheese. No, okay. <laughs> yes. And so, um, no, it is it is um, way easier for me to eat out now than it was before. It's mm-hmm. also, I'm more comfortable to ask questions about the food they're serving. You know, yeah. there was a time where I was like, I guess I would just eat the salad. Now you, you go into the restaurant and you know, oh, they can make you something else too. You don't need to go to the restaurant and just eat salad or fries. 
you yeah. know, there. Or a plate like of him, fruit. Yeah. Those are the three options. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, it's great. I mean, going going to a restaurant is easy. Also, like, it's nice when you can prepare that you're going to the restaurant. You know that you are going to the restaurant because I'm still in my fat loss right now. Yeah. So I need to see how much I can eat in a day. And, like, eating out can totally destroy your whole day. And then you need to start over the next day again and start from zero again. So having that understanding is great. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah. When you're in your fat loss phase, definitely you can eat out, but it could consume half your food for the day and it could set you back like a few days and depending how much sodium you have, like it's a, it's a mess you can, but you know, as you get lower in your calories, you're kind of like, ah, it's not worth it at this point. Right. During the reverse diet or lean bulking, you're like, okay, great. Now I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one, I didn't ask you to prepare this question ahead of time. So I'm just genuinely curious as to like, what's going to co- come on top of your mind, but what do you think are the three things that allowed you to have this level of success with your transformation in a program? The three things that made the biggest difference. I mean, I would say first my coach, the nutrition and the training plan. I mean, if you wouldn't have these three things, you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't have done it. I mean, that's why I'm here. But also for me, the consistency. I mean, when I have a person who tells me, oh, I gained weight. I'm like, why did you gain weight? Because you didn't eat properly. You don't do anything. It's like people expect a change in their body in a week. And they're going to be healthy forever because they start, they did something for one week. No, it's consistency. You need to show up for yourself. You're not going to have the results that you want to have for just saying, I'm going to do it. No, you can't just say you're doing it. You need to do it. You need to show up for it. And that's, I think the consistency is a very big part for me. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's the whole group. I mean, don't know what you want me to answer. <laughs> but no, I, I'm just genuinely curious because like yeah. you have been someone that's been really consistent throughout the process. And whenever you have fallen off track, you have gotten back on track. Whenever you needed help, you reached out for help. You went on the group calls, you went in the community. And so, you know, I, I just did a full podcast on like the top 10 things that successful members do. And like you do all of them. Right. And I think like, that's why you've been able to have this transformation. I was just curious as to like, for you, like, what do you think made you have this level of success, but you're right. Like good game plan and being consistent with it. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you give us the stuff that we are supposed to do and you have us doing it and you might give us a butt kick or something, but I also have been, I think I would say for me, the success is also, I have been very upfront all the time with Nicole about mm-hmm. if something is happening. Like last week, the last two weeks have been a disaster. Yeah. Because I, we have a lot of fireworks. The dogs are not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I was probably after I wrote it in the group chat, probably overwhelmed with all the decisions that got made in America the last two weeks. And I just didn't realize it. And when I wrote it and other people pointed it out to me, I was like, oh yeah, you're probably right. And I can sleep better now. But I always tell Nicole when there's something wrong. I fight for it for like a couple of days with myself. And I'm like, Sina, you can do this. 
don't be stupid, but if I had the feeling it's not working when I had my knee problems, I told her and she adjusted the workouts. And then yeah. like being upfront and telling what you need, I think is a very big part of being successful because it's not one way or no way. There are different ways to do it. And so Nicole changed my my uh, workout and then I was able to get back on track. Before that, before I told her and I tried to do my workouts, I need to put my workouts all the time. And then I couldn't work out for two weeks total because my knee was bothering me so much. And then she changed it. And a week later, I was back on track. So it's like, don't hold back. Tell everybody what you need and then they can work on you. But yeah. she can't read my mind. Nobody can read my mind. So yeah. yeah, I love that you said that. It's, it's something we've never actually talked about with a, a member on the podcast, but there is a relationship between you and your coach, right? And it's kind of a relationship with your partner. If you don't communicate, it probably yeah. won't work that great, yes. right? And, and so it's about being open of like, hey, this is going on. These things are coming. I'm struggling with this. I'm having a hard time with this. Like we're more than accommodating when it comes to making adjustments to work out yeah. on a daily and on a weekly basis if needed. Same thing with nutrition. If you're traveling, we'll make you like a no cook meal plan, right? There's always, yeah, we're always there for that. But the thing is, we, you know, we're, I always say we're not magicians. We can't read anyone's mind. If we could, yeah. that would be great. That would make things so much easier, <laughs> yeah. but it's not a, I haven't reached that level of veganism yet where I have the power to like read people's minds. <laughs> that would be great, right? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how much kale and, and lettuce I have to eat to like have that superpower, but definitely not there yet. Yeah. yeah. No, always be upfront. I think it's very important to communicate with your coach. Yeah. Yeah. We're always, always there to listen. Um, so Sina, question for you. What has been the biggest non-fitness win that you saw since starting the program? Cause we always talk about like, eh, body composition, I'm stronger, yeah. I'm lifting more, but what's been the biggest shift for you? That's non-fitness related. You asked me that now, since I have trouble sleeping for the last two weeks. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get, we get the tired version. <laughs> yeah, no, the biggest. Right. Just so like... being more, just being more in peace with myself i would say oh i like that yeah it's not i mean you can ask you can ask nicole about it but i'm not the best um meditation person i do it every day but i also sit there and sometimes like there must be some people in this world who are just not made for meditating but i do it every day and i guess at the end it helps because i wouldn't do it if it would be completely useless you know yeah but um, I think it's, it, I really think it's the peace in mind with myself. I'm happy the way I am. I, um, yeah, I actually just told a friend today who was like, this is great that you can, that you are buying, that you bought this jean size now. That's great for you. That means you're totally, you're happy with yourself. And I love mm -hmm. to see that. And then she is like, but now I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. I'm like, you got a child. You accomplished yeah. a lot of stuff in your life. And then I said, and then she said she, she even got off Instagram right now because she can't hold the pressure. 
to mm. see other people like looking perfect. And I yeah. actually wrote back to her. I see, said, I see people like Instagram shows me like perfectly trained people all the time now. Yeah. And then I told her, I look at them. Sometimes I say they look good. Sometimes I say, mm, it's okay. But one thing is always the same. What I tell myself is that's not me. And that's not who I want to be. I'm happy who I am. And I think, I think the program did a big part of that. I mean, I was working towards that for a long time now, but mm -hmm. I think the program actually pushed it even more that I'm happy with myself. I, I, I am who I am and I can, I understand now I can achieve things that I didn't thought that I could be for. And yeah. that's like a big thing in your mind that you just like, Hey, I can do stuff. I'm good. I can do this. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because oh. that's a powerful place for you to be in. And it's a hard place for a lot of people to get to. And some people never get there, right? To get to a place where you're comfortable in your body. And then you get to operate from a place of like fun and peace where you're like, yeah. I'm going to continue transforming just because I want to for the fun of it, not because yeah. I needed for me to feel good about myself. To not be in that place is super powerful because then your transformation becomes more enjoyable, right? You have a lot more fun doing it and you honestly get better results because you're not stressed about getting the results right away because you're so reliant on that to feel good about yourself. And so I'm proud of you for getting to that place because unfortunately that's the thing that like social media does is you look at all those people that are like super fit and I'll be honest with you. I know a ton of them, right? All my close friends, great people don't have that. So I'm not talking about my close friends, I'm talking about other people because <laughs> I have a lot of people online, but talking about like other people that I've met that are bigger names in the industry. Some of them have like deep rooted insecurities as to like who they are as a person for them to feel worthy enough for them to have confidence in themselves. And they're the fittest people that everyone looks up to. And, you know, if there's a, if there's a, if I could snap my fingers and give everybody the body that they want so that they can see that it won't change anything. Yeah. I wish I could, because like, once you get the body that you want, you just, you're just the same person, but more fit. <laughs> like your internal things in your head yeah. are still there. You're just, you have a six pack, but the shit in your head's still there. Yeah, that is, uh, that's very true. And you put it right. I mean, it's also very sad. I think we should just not define ourselves on other people the whole time. We should just enjoy us and our body. We should be proud of what we accomplished. I mean, I, I did this to my body over the last six months. That was me. And I'm happy that way. Do I need to look at like the magazine cover? No, I don't. I'm, that's totally fine. I, for me, it's not my goal. And yeah. I'm happy with that. I'm too lazy to put the time in. To be honest, too lazy to put the time in. Yeah. I don't have three hours a day to be at the gym. Yeah. To just work on that. Not, no. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the not, other part. There's all yeah. those super fit people that you see on magazines are like multiple. That's their life. That's what they do for a living. Yes. That's what they do for a living. That's the whole thing. And that's what people need to understand. They do that for a living. They get paid for it. I don't get paid for it. Yeah. Exactly. You want to feel good. You want to have energy. You want your hormones yeah. to be right, have good health so that you can perform and like show up for, for your family, for your partner and for your business. You have a business for your career. Like that's the stuff that matters ultimately. So I'm really happy that you had that realization because, uh, you know, I've been all levels of fitness. I've 
did all types of body transformation for myself. And like, I mean, nothing changes. Like you're, you're either big or have a six pack or you're in the middle, you're the same person ultimately. And so yeah. doing that internal work of being okay and happy with not being okay as like you're settling, but being content and happy with who you are, that's the ultimate secret. And then that makes your transformation and you becoming healthier so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sina, let me ask you this. If there's someone listening to the podcast episode right now that is in your shoes from before, right? So it was super active before love running was doing like a bunch of hit hit cardio was work, was eating properly, was living who you were, but it wants to go to the next level, but it's on the edge of doing that, of investing in themselves or bringing on someone that could help them go to the next level because they think that they, and I say this in the nicest way possible, know it all, right? I've been in this space for a long time and I don't know it all. I'm continuously learning. So I mean this in the most loving way. What would you say to that person? If you want to do it, do it. If you just want to tell everybody what you could do, but you don't want to invest the time, don't do it because then you're lazy. Yeah. But only you can change it. I mean, my old me was able to change that because I decided I can do this and I can invest the time. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. And changing your body and your mindset is not always fun. It also requires like consistency. And if you want to be that person, you can be that person. Everybody can be that person. But for even doing that, you need to have the right mindset because I think we all know people for a really long time who say they want to change and they're yeah. still talking about it. And it's like 10 years later. If you want to change, change. It's in your responsibility. Nobody's going to lift you up and tell you you need to change. Yeah, maybe people do that, but I always say that it's the same with smoking. If you yeah. tell a smoker to quit, they might quit because they got told to but they will relapse. Yeah. If the smoker decides to quit, they quit. And for me, it's the same with changing your mindset, your body, your nutrition. You need to want to do it, not because you read it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite quotes by Gandhi. Action expresses priorities. A lot of people talk, right? Yes. But their actions are showing the opposite of what they actually say that they want to accomplish. Like they're on the couch eating a bag of chips. I want to lose weight. I'm going to start exercising. Yeah. How about right now? Tomorrow? This is the perfect time. Yes. <laughs> the bag of chips. Give me 10 pushups. <laughs> yes. So that is, I, I, that is what I would tell my old self. And it's what I would mm -hmm. tell everybody. It's like, if you want to do it, you can do it, but you need to leave the excuses outside of the door. When you walk in the house, they need to be out yeah. there. Because you can't make excuses. You can, but then you will not see the results. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sita, I just want to say a massive thank you for, you know, for taking the time to jump on the podcast, for sharing your story, your journey, and some knowledge, right? And some wisdom from you having gone through the journey. Um, you know, still in the fat loss phase, we're going to reverse diet. We're going to speed up your metabolism, help you maintain. Um, so just always love to leave the floor open. If you have like any wisdom or words that you want to share to the people listening or to the tribe members that are listening. Tribe members, you're doing a lovely job. You guys are awesome. 
I mean, you did it what a lot of people didn't do yet. Mm -hmm. You took the action. It's not always easy. Nobody said that. So I'm very proud of you guys. I'm actually very proud of everybody in the group. It's like amazing to see. Sometimes I'm like, really, you did that too? How is that even possible? But hey, that's cool. I like that. Um, for everybody out there who's on the edge of doing it, just do it. I mean, you will not regret it. You only regret it if you want to do something that you actually don't want to do, but just pretend you want to do it. So yeah, that's my, that's my wisdom. Not really wisdom, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And just for the people listening, if you do want more information, there's a link down below in the show notes, um, fitvegancoaching.com. There's more information and then you can just apply for coaching. You get a chance to book a free consultation call with our Fit Vegan goal setting coaches and then see if we'd be a good fit to help you. And so Sina, thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. And uh, I'm excited for to see the rest of your transformation into the reverse diet. And then we'll have you on once you've done the reverse diet. Oh, man. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, thank uh, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.